Today on the Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. Time for Ben's story of the day. This is how Ben's story of the day works. Ben is back at the office wearing a t-shirt of a feline astronaut, which fits in very well, not with any of the stories today, but just with the goofiness of what we're trying to do here. I will give Ben three stories from around the world. And Ben will decide which one of these oddball stories he likes best, which becomes then his story of the day. Ben, let us start as we often, we often start with crime or we often have crime stories involved because as we've said innumerable times, criminals are not necessarily the brightest people on the planet. Generally. Well, especially because the fact that many of these stories involve them being caught. And if you're caught doing something, it, it shows really you shouldn't have been doing it in the first place because you weren't competent enough to pull off the crime and what you were doing was really stupid. We carry on. This one, I got to give this guy a little bit of credit. This is a criminal that I am going to somehow give a little credit to. I don't applaud what he did. I don't applaud his law-breaking activities, but his skills are quite impressive. He's a 23-year-old guy in Kansas who got arrested. And somehow in the course of the arrest, the police handcuffed him behind his back. His hands were handcuffed behind his back. He broke free of the arresting officer, leapt into the driver's seat of the cruiser, and led police on a long police chase, topping speeds of 100 miles an hour. Wow. With his hands handcuffed behind his back. <laughs> I mean, look, again, I don't applaud the activity, but if you can drive at 100 miles an hour and elude police for a long police chase without the use of your hands, you've got skills. I think he spent a lot of time driving with his knees trying to drink coffee or something because... That is that is not normal. People aren't... For one thing, have you ever tried jumping into a car? Just in general? It never goes the way it does in movies. You always either A, rack your shins off of the bottom, or you hit your forehead off of the top. So the fact that he was able to do that at all, that is something. How did he, how did he even pull the door closed? Or did he just hit the gas and the door swings shut because of That's the force possible. of the car driving? Maybe but. the door was closed, window was open, and he did it like NASCAR. The other thing that we don't know about this guy, and they never see it, they say it in the story, maybe he was just like a circus freak who's double-jointed and could flip his arms for, right behind out to the front and he drove upside down. I don't know. But there's nothing about that. It, it sounds as though he was doing knee driving or elbow driving. No, it couldn't be elbow driving. They were behind his back. So it had to be knees or mouth. It could be mouth. That's very valid. Don't recommend it for your teeth. Don't recommend it. No, or to be able to look up and see where you're going. An important part. <laughs> yeah, a very important part. Story number two comes from Pennsylvania, um, where police, another police story, they were dispatched to a dead body on an overpass, which is, you know, I, look, I'm, I'm not a cop, but I imagine that anytime you get a call to a dead body, that's a call. You really don't want to be the cop that has to respond to that. Because who wants to, I mean, honestly, who, who really wants to deal with that? That's a horrible thing more often than not. On several levels. On several levels. You have the personal, the emotional, and there's a ton of paperwork that probably goes with well, that. Yeah, maybe that too. Anyway, they go to this dead body and discovered, well, it wasn't actually a dead body. It was, well, it was actually a life-sized sex doll in a large cardboard box. <laughs> 
which tells you two things. One, the cops are having a great laugh about this. And two, there is a guy out there somewhere who got home and is now thinking to himself, where did it go? <laughs> where, where is my doll? I don't think this was a small one either, especially given somebody was like, oh no, that's got to be real. So, Life-sized. Like, Wow. It's probably not cheap either. I don't imagine those things are uh, being sold at the dollar store for obvious reasons. uh, Well, for for many reasons, yes. For (laughs) price and for clientele, I guess. We don't really want that kind of, you know, stuff happening in the dollar store. I, I guess. I guess that's the reason. Anyway, story number three comes to us from Quebec. Right here in Canada, from Quebec. Uh, This may tell you something about the test to be able to move to Quebec, to immigrate to Quebec, you have to be able to, I guess you have to prove that you can speak French in order to now immigrate to that province from out of the country. Okay. I didn't realize they had a French test that you had to do if you were coming there from outside the country. Anyway, a 39-year-old truck driver from France, okay, keep this in mind, from France failed the French test. Wow. How tough is the French test to get into Quebec when people from France can't pass it? What happens if you're coming from Guatemala or from Romania or from somewhere else that don't speak French as a mother tongue? If you can't pass this from France, how difficult is this? I got to wonder sometimes, who also makes this decision? Maybe some Anglophone was like, I just got to figure it out. Uh, Here's some things. Go. Hopefully this makes sense. He says that the only language he's spoken his entire life is French. (laughs) And he couldn't pass. There is something amiss with a test that a Francophone Frenchman cannot pass in French. It's it's like that Star Trek uh, test, the Kobayashi Maru of France. But imagine you went to have to take an English test in England to get into England. You would, I mean, you don't have their accent. And maybe you don't use all the same jingo and jargon, lingo and jargon that that they do, but you would presumably be able to carry on a conversation enough to be passable in English, in the proper English. You could probably do an accent if you had to. Anyway. Maybe that was the problem. He didn't do the accent. Yeah, he did the lovely French accent, the French accent, as opposed to the Quebec. Parisian accent. Yes. So will your story of the day today be the suspect who led police on a high-speed chase with his hands handcuffed behind his back? Will it be the found adult doll that some poor guy lost probably out of the bed of his pickup truck and is now totally wondering what happened to Julie? Or will it be the guy from France who couldn't pass Quebec's immigration French test? Something about the French guy who couldn't do French well enough to go to another French country, despite it being his only language? That one just, it does it for me. Probably a wise choice. The other ones were just going to get us in trouble. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Radley Show. Weeknights from 6 to 8 on 900 CHML.